another informational resource from UK Healthcare. This is UK HealthCast, featuring conversations with our physicians and other healthcare providers. Here's Melanie Cole. Through the hormones it produces, the thyroid gland influences almost all of the metabolic processes in your body. As a result, thyroid disorders can be far-reaching. My guest today is Dr. Reese Randall. He's a board-certified general surgeon with additional fellowship training in endocrine surgery at UK HealthCare. Welcome to the show, Dr. Randall. And as we're talking about thyroid nodules today, I'd like you to start with a little bit of an overview, a physiology lesson, as it were, of what the thyroid does. Uh, thanks, Melanie, for having me. The, uh, the thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland that lives in the center of your neck, and it uh, primary, primarily functions as a uh, kind of guide for metabolism in your body. It produces a hormone that's referred to as thyroid hormone that, uh, like you said, influences many of the different uh, metabolic processes in your body. And so abnormalities in its function can certainly be uh, quite impactful for a patient's uh, everyday life, how they feel, their energy levels, uh, their ability to concentrate, and just do normal day-to-day activities. So who gets thyroid nodules? Do we know what causes them? What are some common conditions and factors that would lead to them? By and large, uh, thyroid nodules are very common, and we actually don't have a good grasp of what causes them or, or who's more prone to get them. Uh, by the time we're about 50 years old, almost half of us will have thyroid nodules. And uh, they're so common, in fact, that uh, we don't actually go looking for them. The way we find them most often is, uh, you know, for a couple of reasons. One, either a patient or their provider will feel a lump in their in their neck, uh, and that will lead to a workup for a possible thyroid nodule. Alternatively, we do see sometimes uh, thyroid nodules are discovered incidentally when uh, imaging studies are performed for reasons completely unrelated to the thyroid. There are a few conditions that uh, will make people more prone to develop thyroid cancers in these nodules. Uh, One is a strong family history of of thyroid cancer. The other is a previous exposure to radiation. But most people with thyroid nodules uh, do not have any known risk factors. Uh, It's just a very common condition. So uh, once you've detected them, then what? What's the first line of defense? And are nodules associated with thyroid function, as it were? That's a, that's a great question, and one that we uh, commonly address. By and large, nodules are completely separate from thyroid function. Uh, that being said, occasionally thyroid nodules will make too much thyroid hormone and cause what we call hyperthyroidism where the body's metabolism is actually revved up, uh, which can lead to uh, rapid heart rate, a lot of anxiety, just feeling like you need to be on the go. So the first way that you work up a thyroid nodule when it's identified is by checking the thyroid function with a simple uh, lab that you can get uh, at any lab. It's very common. Um, The results of that lab will uh, guide further therapy or further workup, but uh, commonly patients will need to receive an ultrasound of their neck to look at the thyroid, uh, look at the lymph nodes around the thyroid, and then really get at some of the characteristics of the nodule itself. If the nodule is concerning for cancer, the next step would be a biopsy, depending on its size and, again, imaging characteristics. 
Dr. Randall, as long as you mentioned the word cancer, while nodular disease of the thyroid might be a little bit more common, does it necessarily follow that you'll see a malignancy as well? And if someone has nodules, how do you reassure them? Right. So another great question, Melanie. The vast majority of thyroid nodules are benign. Only about 5% of nodules will end up being cancer. Uh, That being said, it is important to uh, work them up once you find them to make sure that that risk of cancer uh, is low. Uh, The best way to stratify that is with a biopsy. And once a nodule gets to the size that we uh, can and should biopsy it, uh, the vast majority of those even are benign. And so uh, when I see a patient for the first time, you know, that concern seems to be there uh, regardless of, of what they know about thyroid nodules. So usually with the ultrasound and the biopsy, we can offer a lot of reassurance to people about uh, the true risk of there actually being cancer in their thyroid. But overall, it's quite low. So when do, when do nodules become surgical? And do you do observation, kind of watch and wait, see if it changes in size? When is surgery indicated? Right. That's a great question and and one that is often individualized to the patient. Uh, There's two primary reasons to uh, take out a thyroid nodule. Uh, One is if the nodule becomes large enough to cause symptoms. Some of those symptoms, uh, just simply from pressing on uh, surrounding structures, are swallowing or voice problems. Some people perceive a, a shortness of air. Uh, or feel like a choking sensation if they're to turn their neck in certain positions. Uh, so symptoms is one of the one of the reasons we'll take out thyroid nodules. The other is if there's a concern for cancer. And again, that's often uh, guided by the ultrasound characteristics and the biopsy results. So then, what is it like for a patient if if you decide? to remove them. Is this something then that will affect the rest of their life? And as it's not necessarily related to thyroid function, is there a medicational intervention for thyroid that needs to be then managed if you have to take them off? Right. So if the entire thyroid is removed, patients will need uh, a supplement of thyroid hormone. And while the nodule might not necessarily affect function, not having a thyroid uh, means that you will need to have its function replaced. So uh, that medication is a once daily uh, medication that patients would take uh, for the rest of their life. It's actually the most commonly prescribed medication in the United States. Uh, so it's widely available in many different forms, generic and, and otherwise. Uh, as far as the surgery itself, Again, it's often tailored to the individual patient, whether part of the thyroid needs to be removed or the whole thyroid uh, with or without lymph nodes. And uh, each scenario requires a detailed discussion about the risks, benefits, expectations, and and really the goals of care uh, for each patient. So to summarize, and then I'd like you in this summary to discuss, you know, the thyroid medications that you're discussing as it is so widely prescribed. What is it intended to do so that people who have to go on to thyroxine or whatever, they understand why that they're on this and what it's meant to do and then summarize for us what you'd like people to know about the thyroid itself and thyroid nodules? Great. So the 
you know, the medication we take, the the generic form is, is simply referred to as levothyroxine. It's what the thyroid makes. Uh, that is later converted into an active form uh, in the tissues of your body. And so we aim to replace exactly what the thyroid makes, and we guide how much uh, hormone we need to replace by the feedback that that hormone gives on the pituitary. And so by measuring the thyroid-stimulating hormone, which is the hormone that the pituitary secretes to regulate the thyroid, we can attempt to uh, dose patients at exactly what their body needs. Um, Thyroid hormone has been used in the past for a variety of different uh, indications, and uh, one of them is weight loss. However, they found that uh, that is not a healthy way to lose weight um, because it would taking too much thyroid hormone is very hard on your heart and uh, causes too much heart disease to actually have any benefit from uh, weight loss. So it's really important to keep that uh, dosing regulated to keep you in the right uh, position. If you don't have enough thyroid hormone, then over time it can it can be very debilitating with just overwhelming lethargy or fatigue and uh, even uh, to the point where uh, people can become demented from not having enough thyroid hormone. So again, very important to keep things in the right range there. Uh, in summary, as far as thyroid nodules go, you know, the take-home points really are that they're very common. When we do find them, uh, you know, we do like to uh, evaluate them primarily with uh, lab work and an ultrasound are the usual places to start. Nodules that uh, are concerning for cancer on ultrasound should be biopsied uh, to further help us guide uh, therapy. Thank you so much, Dr. Randall, for being with us today. This is UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky Healthcare. For more information, you can go to ukhealthcare.uky.edu. That's ukhealthcare.uky.edu. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.